Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Uh, what do we... Fan- Phantom... The Phantom of Phantom of Hi everybody. Hello everyone. Hello. Hello. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Phantom of the Opera. The Phantom of Theo. 2004. Phantom. Yeah. Opera. Not you the know not it. the Dario Argento, <laughs> yeah. Phantom of the Opera. All right, it's a uh, boy. Mm-hmm. It's what is it? Thursday. It's Thursday, uh, motherfucker. Yeah, so it's time for a we just watched classic. Yeah, well, we've been doing them on Mondays too. It's but you this, know it's this, been uh, chaos for the past couple of weeks, but we're, we're returning to normalcy. Yeah, yeah, sure we are. Mm-hmm. Um. So, a uh, big shout out to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Uh, they are the ones who didn't didn't say watch Phantom of the Op- Opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply said watch something with Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of choices. I thought to make. I thought Phantom was one of the suggestions, though. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. But he he you know they they said uh, you can watch whatever. Uh, right. These are a few that I I think mm-hmm. might be fun. Uh, I gravitated towards Phantom of the Opera because I've never seen it. And my immediate suggestion was Little Children, but we decided not to go with that one. Yeah, we can circle back to that. Yeah, we can go back to Little Children. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the 2004 has P. P. Wilson in it. P. Um, Wills. Emmy Rossum. Yeah, directed by Joel Schumacher. It sure is. That. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I should I should note going into this... Um, I didn't know anything about this story, yeah. not movie story. I wanted to talk about that. Uh, you have so you've never seen the musical. You've you have you had you ever heard any of the music before? No. Uh, where's uh, isn't he supposed to be playing an organ? I mean, he's playing. There's a lot of instruments in that. <laughs> yeah, but the, all I knew about the Phantom of the he's Opera like a, was they wore a mask and he sat in front of an organ. I mean, and one of those two things doesn't happen in this. That's that's the Lon Chaney version. <laughs> Got it. Well, that's all right. That's the other big shocker for me. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't realize this musical mm-hmm. is from like 1989, 86, 86. Uh, that shocked me because it feels older because it is older. But I did. I always tied it to the musical as being a like also old. Like at, like I thought it was a always a musical. It seems like it was a book, mm-hmm. and then it was like a movie. Like this is how not plugged in to the Phantom of the Opera cinematic universe I am. Mm-hmm. Over uh, it's it's a, it's a it's an entire media. It's a multimedia verse. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's, a, there's a book. There's like a bunch of movies. There's there's even another musical. There is a completely wow. different and unrelated musical that was made in the seventies. 
And it's not this. No, wow. it's not this. Nothing to do with this. I mean, you know, All apart right. from it that ex- <laughs> being the Phantom of the Opera. Honestly, though, that explains my confusion. Like, I, I don't feel like I'm losing my mind because the first thing that happened was when the music started pumping in and it was like real 80s. <laughs> was like, oh, yeah. What the, f- what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. No, the main theme is like that's it's like, yeah, it's like real like fucking. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, Blue Monday. Who does that song? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Ah, oh, shit. New we'll order. Figure it out. New order. New order. Yeah it, com- yeah, it comes in like a new order song. <laughs> yeah, it really shocked me because I thought this was like an old musical being reimagined, and then the music was <laughs> it's just ridiculously modern. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it was very modern. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. It, it uh. That surprised me. I have a lot of questions about the plot. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like why don't they, like I'm all for squatters' rights, but why didn't they just call the cops? They never really there's just a, called the cops. There's a couple of moments where they don't. Um, I think, I think like the, this guy's a jerk. He's a jerk, right? I think the idea is that I mean, this is this is in like the 1880s, right? In Paris. Um, so I think enough people are convinced that he's an actual ghost. Okay. That they just don't want to fuck with it. Yeah, this is these are the days where it's really easy to convince someone you're a ghost, these are apparently. The, the thing you also have to keep in mind is these are the days when it's e- very easy to get away with any crime. Yes. <laughs> but, like, come on. Yeah. He's just a guy in a mask. That's all uh, you and, fucking needed to be in 1880 yeah. to get away with some crimes. I will say, it does feel like... It feels supernatural in the sense of I don't know how he's keeping that mask on. Is it sticking? There's a couple. Uh, is he sweaty? Is it suction? It, I mean, it looks like he has fake hair, like it's part of a wig. I guess. You notice, but like you know, when she takes ha- it off of him, when she takes it off of him in the third act, his hair changes color. Yes, I know. In the first act, when she takes it off, and he's like, "I'm hideous." Right. It's and not like attached to his hair in a, that scene. Yeah. No, it's just a fucking piece. Yeah, it's like he's, it's listen, like the size of a dinner plate. Listen. He's got, he's a theater kid. He's got lots of spirit gum. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That shit's stuck on with spirit gum. Oh yeah, of course it is. There's no other way to attach it (laughs) to his head. How do you, how do you like this movie, by the way? Um, I like this movie okay. Uh, I very much enjoy the stage musical. Okay. Um, this version uh adds a couple of things uh and changes some stuff around okay um and the singing is not uh nearly as strong in the movie got it well Gerard butler is it is on stage who by the way is the phantom of the opera he sure Uh, as hell is (laughs) i looked it up he's doing his own singing yes he is yeah and he said he never took any lessons uh fun fact he got this role because oh. Joel Schumacher saw him in Dracula 2000. Mm-hmm. Well, also... <laughs> and also... What? Uh, also, Andrew Lloyd Webber liked him. Oh, okay. Well, he was also wasn't their first choice. Uh, it was going to go to Hugh Jackman, but he had to do Van Helsing. Womp, so it's womp. just... Vampires are circling this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all kinds of vampire... Which makes sense because he looks like a fucking vampire. Of course he does. Yeah, he looks like a vampire in this movie. Yeah. So, all right, How, you know the musical because I I was gonna say I love Sh- Schumacher. I love his directing. 
I think this is a beautiful film. I was entertained by it. Musicals tend to, you know, yeah, I, I, I was it's gonna, hard to pay attention. I was wondering about that because this is, I mean, it's not totally, but it's mostly a sung through musical. Yeah. There, um, there's, there's maybe 10 lines of spoken dialogue. Right. That never bothered me until the part where they're just like arguing about who got a letter, but they're singing. And it was like, guys, this doesn't need to be a song. Oh, I like that. It's, like, it's like, very Gilbert and Sullivan. Like, I like that. Uh, yeah. It's like funny. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess I don't like those bits in general in musicals where it's like, they're just like sing talking. Just like, I don't know. Just say, just say your words. Uh, just say them like a like a normal person, but whatever. That's uh, yeah. a matter of taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we can fight about that scene if you want to, or we can go <laughs> on to the rest of the movie. <laughs> no, yeah, the scene's harmless. The movie's harmless. I, I, it's fine. Uh, I like the ending. I like the ro- uh, spoilers. I like the rose. Yeah, see, that's on added. the grave. That's added. Oh, I liked that. Um, I didn't. I didn't I, mind the uh, all of the interstitial stuff, with the exception of the very beginning with old as fuck Patrick Wilson yeah. and somehow less old Miranda Richardson, even though I think yeah. she's either the same age or slightly older than Patrick Wilson. So for some reason, they're both at this auction house 30 years later and he's aged like a president and she's right. fine. <laughs> but like that, that scene's from the play. Like that's how the, that's the play. That's how the, the stage production starts. But like the, the other interstitial stuff where he's like riding in his oh. carriage to the cemetery, that's all stuff that Schumacher. I like the added. transition with the chandelier. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I like the look of this movie. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, I it's... would say the overall lore felt silly. Uh, that was the thing. And maybe this is because like, for example, I'm going to have one criticism that I have a feeling the musical uh, was better at. And the criticism is, he doesn't look that bad without the mask. Uh, he looks fine. You could just, like, cover that up with I, makeup. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is 1888, but... Yeah. Um, the part where she takes off his mask in the third act, like, the back row gasps of that theater... And it's like you couldn't even see his that's, face would look like slightly red. That's the comment. Like, that's the comment I was gonna make. I've seen yeah. I've seen the stage production two or three times. I've always been too far away to see his face when they right. unmask it. So I, I really couldn't tell you what he actually looks like <laughs> in the stage I production. I Googled it and there's varying degrees. Like they they've done some where he looks like a fucking like a zombie practically. I think, but this one it was just like, oh, you're just a little burnt. Well, I think that's part of it. You have to keep in mind what time it takes place in. Right. Uh so like I you can I think it's up to the director, okay. honestly, whoever's directing the production is gonna decide how severe to make his deformity because either thing makes sense for the theme of the story. I would argue that he looks like a burn victim. He, he looks does, like he yeah. got burned. He looks like he got burned, yeah. And I would argue that the the time like there's always people there's always been people with physical deformities. Mm-hmm. Um and his isn't that bad and it feels like well I, yeah, if there's... I saw that guy on the street I'd be like in that in that time era I would be like oh he like fought in a war or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just like Yeah, but what affects him, like clearly, what (laughs) I mean, they explain it because there's apparently the weirdest circus ever. 
that's just like, hey, to watch this man beat a boy. That's not the weird. Like, huh. That's not the weirdest circus, man. That's just you. You've seen Pinocchio, right? With Stromboli. Yeah. That's just yeah, the yeah. fucking circus. That's just the circus, especially in the 19th like, century in it's Paris. Literally, <laughs> it's literally like this: people throw down money, and this guy beats a child. Yeah, it's and a, everybody leaves, and they throw and stuff. It was at, like, yeah, huh. it's it's a freak show. Like it's and that's, I guess that's it, what. Like you got under. It's, it's not this just is, maybe this is maybe this is Schumacher, mm-hmm. um, but like the way they present that scene, they don't really like gasp at him or anything. They, he just they do a little bit. It's mostly beating him, and then everybody leaves. It's, yeah, and it, that's it. It's mostly just laughing at him and throwing shit at him, which yeah. that was a pastime in I that guess, time. Yeah. Like no, not I guess it was. So it's yeah. not. It's not a question of. You'd be walking down the street and see him as an adult and assume that he'd been hurt in some accident. If you go to like a, if you pay like a, a farthing or whatever, sure, to go to a freak show farthing. in in the 19th century, and you go up to this cage and it's like the Devil Boy was born a monster, and it's like he'll be varying degrees of of deformed, but like you're there you're being encouraged to like ridicule like that's the point oh for of sure the, i i know i understand of the exhibit i understand that i'm saying that that seems to shape his character way more than uh i don't know like it, it seeing him as an adult with just the slightly red face mm-hmm. um like i don't know it, it i'm not i'm not sure what the moral is in terms of his deformity in this movie it was just like when I saw it, my initial reaction was like, oh, he didn't look that bad at all. Uh, he looks it, fine. Like I was saying- Half of his face looks like a movie star. Yeah, half of his face looks like Gerard Butler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, what I was saying earlier, it's it's it's. I'm pretty sure it's up to the director, because uh, as you're saying, there seems to be like varying degrees of how jacked up his face is. Uh, yeah. Because the the theme is basically, you because either would make sense for the story, because it's either he's like- very just you know slightly or or he has a little bit of a deformity in his face or it's like extreme either way the response and treatment uh the response to him and the treatment of him is extreme um yeah so he internalizes that that's in the in the very last song uh i think that's what christine says something like um it's not it's it's not your face that I'm scared of. It's like what it's done to your soul. Right. Because he's a dick. Right. That's yeah, the other thing. Yeah. He's just a dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a terrorist. He's leaving notes and being like, I'm going to fucking hang people. If you don't play my songs or whatever, uh-huh. or do the shit I want. And it's like, dude, get out of our basement, get out of our giant basement. How'd you get a horse down here in the sewer? He What's that a, horse doing down he there? He has a lot going. He's a gondola. Yeah. Who made that like a, for you? His Temple of Doom booby traps down there. I don't know what the fuck's going on in that basement. It's real weird. Yeah, it's pretty odd. It's 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 that stuff where it's like it's just kind of it's silly. It's a silly story. Um and I don't know if it's because I don't think it's because of the actual story so much as like the depiction of it. Um, and some of the visuals again, like I get the idea of a circus that puts people with deformities on display for mm-hmm. exploitation. I know that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I just think it was very funny that that scene is played out of just, he just starts beating the kid and everybody laughs, <laughs> oh, yeah. and they don't really have like 
a scene where he's like you know just like unmasked in front of everybody everybody gaffs and laughs and he's standing there they kind of just do it weird uh and they're i don't know mm. uh it's it's like it's again i really i enjoyed the movie um it just has these little funny moments yeah, I he's thought. got a whole ass bat cave down there yeah it he, there's a lot of yeah and that fucking sewer horse man yeah um it's just it's it's cheesy it's a cheesy movie yeah it's it's yeah it, yeah yeah okay <laughs> It's, you know, it's, 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 it's operatic. It's, uh, yes, yes. you know, it's, it's a very simple story in, in its, in its basic elements. Um, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the kind of thing you make a fucking stage musical out of. Yeah. It's a lot of fun for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's over the top, uh, Man, Patrick Wilson with long hair. That uh, the I mm, I wanted he to, looks like a, I wanted to text you a a, a, a screenshot of that. His introduction that, of the film was when he's standing up on the on the back of the carriage driving two horses. Yeah. I gasped with his with his improbable wig blowing in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a fucking freshman in that long hair. He looks incredible, baby face. Yeah, he looks like I don't know. He he, he uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> long hair doesn't suit him no he looks very silly he uh, looks like a disney villain with long hair yeah yeah it's <laughs> and the first time i saw this movie i didn't really know him from anything like i think he'd been in the Al- right. he'd been in like the alamo before this and i hadn't seen that shit huh. so it's like i wasn't used to seeing him in any other way but like yeah rewatching yeah. it now i'm like jesus christ what's going on with that hair <laughs> I gotta say, also Gerard Butler, even knowing it was him, didn't recognize him, uh, and I think it's because uh, when he's not stubbly, he just looks like a different person. He's also younger in this, but like, mm-hmm. like later, I was like, all right, there he is. But but like when I first saw his character, I was like, man, I can't fucking believe that's him. Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with youth too. Like if you yeah, go back and singing, honestly, because he's not a man I imagine singing. That's true. Yeah, that immediately <laughs> colors your uh, perception of him. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like if you watch watch him in Dracula two thousand, like you can you you can tell it's him, but he really doesn't look anything like he looks now. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. He um. Do we need to explain this plot, by the way? Maybe. I don't know how familiar people are with the I don't know. Opera. I wasn't at all. Yeah, that's true. It's about this dude who's fucking squatting at this opera house. He taught he taught a woman to sing there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been, and he's, been feels- he's been visiting her secretly since she's been a, a child. She was essentially raised there by one of the uh, uh, dance instructors. Right, and pretending to be a ghost. Pretending to be her father's ghost it's, and or an angel sent by her dead father. Yeah. This is, again, this is the silliness, because later she visits the graveyard and he pulls that shit again, mm-hmm. and Patrick Wilson has to be like, it's not a ghost. Get away from him. And it's just very funny because he's so obviously not a ghost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, I know. Again, it's it's, it's the, the idea is people are somehow tricked by it. Well, and but it's, it's also very funny. Yeah, it's also a simplification of what's of like 
because you know it's a stage musical they they right. have to by, by virtue of, of of the format they have to just say what it is they're experiencing or like sing, right. or sing it rather because there's not you don't really act in a musical yeah but like this is a movie they can yeah. like because she refers to him as a magician and it was like if there was more like smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. uh that maybe that would help um he i like that he can project and he uses that to be like like when he starts when he shows up mm-hmm. for the first time it's like whoa shit because he's like a booming voice yeah from like so they do don't a know where he's coming that. from yeah there's more of he does a couple of tricks like swapping out uh the, the spray the spray for mini driver and <laughs> Yeah. Who's killing it? Mini she's, Driver's killing she's it. Fucking great. <laughs> that that scene is hilarious again though because he shows up on the like balcony and he's just like, "You didn't do the things I asked." And she says something to him and like calls him a toad, and he just goes like, "No, nah, you, you're a toad." Oh, she's and then he talk- leaves. She's not talking to him. Oh, okay. He just. Oh yeah, you're right. She's talking she to calls, Christine. She calls, yeah christina toad mm. and then he's just like you're a toad and then he walks away and it was just like really weird and anticlimactic and then her he swaps the voice thing and then and then it's it's i don't know he's just again he's such a fucking weird disruption because then that like so that seems like that's the matter settled and then he hangs that guy mm-hmm. and it's like jesus man st- like that really escalated now he wants him to take him seriously yeah He's um, just like he's such a. It's, I don't know. He's a weirdo. Yeah, it's yeah. Someone yeah, needs to call the cops. Yeah, he's a creeper. So like he's a fucking. He's a he's a fucking incel, basically. Right. Yeah. Because the, I mean, we haven't got to. He trained this. He ghost trained her to sing, mm-hmm. and then is just like, so you're gonna marry me now? Right. I have a mannequin here with a wedding dress. Big red flag. Mm-hmm, Big red flag. Mm-hmm. No, he's ladies. Been, he, if they have a mannequin with a wedding dress, you get out of there. Yeah. You 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 run. You run. Yeah. You you get out of their uh, dungeon. Mm-hmm. Also, if they have a dungeon. Yeah. If he if he lives in a vast interconnected uh, system of passageways and moats. Mm-hmm. With a, yeah. with just an absurd amount of candles, yeah, right. If he has a bat cave, mm-hmm. he has a bat. Yeah, you cave. get out of there. Um, yeah, he's just been he's been literally gaslighting her her entire life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And again, it's it's funny only because he's so obviously just a weird creep, uh, right? But all of the, his... the point I was going to make about Christine in the cemetery and then just kind of her behavior throughout the movie is you got to understand yeah. she's been talking to him who until like a couple of weeks ago was nothing but a disembodied voice she heard um right for her entire life since she was a small child uh orphaned by the sudden death right. of her parents so it's like she has a very very strong connection yeah. to him that he keeps exploiting throughout the oh yeah movie. again real creep yeah he's a real piece of shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's literally just this maniac walking around this opera house, hanging people uh-huh. and causing disruptions and demanding money. Yeah, he he has a, he has an allowance. He's just like, give me money. Yeah, and and, and I Dave, won't hang people in your I was opera. Gonna, I was gonna say, and Dave, what happened when they didn't give him his money? <laughs> yeah, he hung a dude. Did that stagehand do anything wrong? No. Okay, that's. I was wondering because I was like. He's the first murder because this is, it's again, it's very funny because it seems like, like mischief at first, mm-hmm. 
where it's like smoke and mirrors. Ooh, I'm a ghost. And then he hangs a guy and it was like, oh, shit. Uh, and he just crosses the line to murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, after doing that, like voice prank, like it, like, like the voice prank is like something the little rascals would do. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking hangs a guy like five minutes later. It's just, it's, it's a uh, very, very shocking. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. He's a real maniac. Yeah. <laughs> he is a terrorist living in the basement yeah. of this opera house. Yeah. Yeah. Right in his uh, own fucking they, opera. Yeah, they do the, like, troubled genius stuff. Uh-huh. But that doesn't really, like, I don't know. Well, it informs um, he's he's a musical genius, which is how he's able to actually help train Christine how to sing. Yes. And then also write his own music. Right. Um, he's some sort he's, of like she she calls him a magician. He clearly knows how to like make shit like that. So he has like some right. kind of inclination there. And he built he built himself a fucking bat cave. Like Yeah. He's a sharp Ultimately, dude. Ultimately though, it is the story of a scumbag musician gaslighting a woman while staying at her place. Like that's more or less what's happening, right? Sort of, yeah. He's just like kind of crashing at this place, mm-hmm. being a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just very elaborate version of that story. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a very weird story. I don't know. I I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I thought, so I, I, let me tell you a few expectations I had. Okay. Um, I thought there was some horrible accident that happened at the opera, which was why he was there. Like he was worked at the opera and everybody thought he died. And instead, he was horribly uh, disfigured from the accident. That's that's what I more or less thought, is that, like, he was, like, people treated him like a ghost, and there it was more smoke and mirrors, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like, going to fall in love with somebody. I thought he was going to be a way more sympathetic character. Uh, he still is, but it's, like, they don't... I appreciate but he's a villain. Right. I appreciate that they don't do like a stupid I don't know, like what the um the inclination seems to be in recent movies and, and TV. Some oh, some of sure. it anyway, which is to like kind of buy a lot of it back. Yeah, I do appreciate that is that um he does have the at the end he's <laughs> he so at the at the end he tries to hang Patrick Wilson and is like, confess your love to me. Or I'll hang him. And there's something very funny about a man singing while getting hung. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Cause, but he doesn't. He doesn't hang her. She. She's like, all right, I'll do it. And then he sort of has a moment of self awareness, and he's like, all right, get out of here. Uh, and so that gives. He does get a redemption, only in the sense that he uh, doesn't do something bad. Yeah. And I do think they. I mean, I'm sure other people have other opinions about this. I do think ultimately they didn't make me, they didn't try to make me feel bad for him. The, the, his childhood is tragic, Mm -hmm. but he's a dick and the movie seems to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think they did a good job at that as making him like a complex character, but also not someone that's like, we need to sympathize with that. We need to be like, Oh, this poor man. Cause like you said, he's been gaslighting a woman mm-hmm. since she was a little girl. So he's like a real fucking creep. Well, he was also a, a child when he was, he though he's basic. Yeah. When, when we see, uh, Madame Geary as a, 
as a young girl sneak him into the sewers beneath the opera house he is a child right but he's still slightly older than christine that's true. Isn't he? yeah that's true so he's probably he's probably like when she's like a child he's probably like 18 that's true yeah he's probably yep yeah you're right yeah you're right yep. no he's a fucking creep <laughs> yeah he's a real indiana jones type yeah. uh <laughs> yeah like it's not again it's it's not romantic and again but i don't think the movie the movie doesn't try to make it seem like it is at no point like she seemed like i don't i don't know what do you think i i I never felt like the movie was trying to apologize for him no it's not but it does try to convey uh, a little bit of a sympathy. The movie's never on his side, and I don't think the story ever is I either. It's, it's just trying to explain him. Yeah. So you do end up like the the ending does end up being you know it's a, it's 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 happy for Christine and and Raoul who is Patrick Wilson, but uh, you know it's 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 tragic for the Phantom, and I think you do experience a little of that. Like you you are like. Oh, that is, that's kind of sad <laughs> for like, just, just by virtue of, yeah, he had a horrible childhood. He's been living alone in a sewer for decades. It's funny. And he yeah. just like, he doesn't know how, he, I mean, yeah, he's gaslighting her and manipulating her, but he also doesn't know how to form relationships or interact with people. Well, he honestly, just, it's kind of, it's amazing. He can like yeah. be as social as he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, it's amazing he can be social enough to be a sociopath. Yeah, you'd think he'd just be feral. Yes, but like, yeah, it's weird that he's not. No, yeah, he's annoying, but like, like he doesn't understand social cues. No, he shows up at that masquerade ball. <laughs> also, there's a hall of mirrors under the lobby. Not sure what that's about. I don't know. Someone either. needs to. Someone needs to figure out that building. Yeah, there's a lot of things that need to happen. Uh, like in terms of like the structure of that building alone, uh, and just like, you know, calling the cops on this guy yeah, and like people being like, okay, so that's not what a ghost is. Check. Got it. Somebody write this down. All right. Yeah. So we don't get fooled again. Like again, again, it's, 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 it's not, it's not the 1980s. Like a lot, a lot of the, (laughs) a lot of the shit he gets away with is just people like, I'm not going, I'm It's like, well, shouldn't we go down there and see what's going on there? It's like, I'm not going down there. There's a ghost down there. Right. Whereas, well, yeah, like in like 1988, they'd be like, no, this is some fucking dude who's squatting in the basement. Yeah. Starting fires. Yeah. Being a real dickhead. Yeah. I think even if you knew it was a dude, it's still kind of like, oh, I still, I'm not going down there. There's like a dude with half a mask and a cape. He's got I'm a, not going near that guy. He's got a whole ass bat cave. I don't know what he's doing down yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> What is he training for? There's a hall of mirrors right beneath the stage. I'm not going any further. Yeah. Um, What the fuck he's building back there? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, they do. Turns out a gondola and a mannequin for a wedding dress. That's that's what he was building. (laughs) Is that? Yeah, he's got a gondola. He's got like a clam ship bed. Like, what is he sleeping in? That looked awesome. That bed. 
Yeah, that bed was fucking. Where did he get all that shit down there? Was it already there? No. Is this no. like the Goonies, where it's like <laughs> this is like some weird like temple lair that they built on top of? And didn't no, know? I mean no. This we're have the obvious answer is he stole it all and brought it down there. But I mean we're having fun. But that. <laughs> so. But wait, I don't know. That's not the obvious answer. Is it at all. not? You're saying the obvious answer? It was all there as some sort of temple, and they built the Paris Opera House around right. it. He has a horse down there. So you're telling me he's going out and he's somehow sneaking a horse and like furniture and all that stuff. The only other a gondola down into this weird lair. The only other possibility <laughs> he's is been doing that is that he's what? ordering it and having it sent to the opera house and then he just gets it. But right. like he is making money. Yeah, uh, he gets he gets a salary from the from the salary. opera house managers. Like the the How, the two uh, guys the two guys who take it over in the beginning who are, you know, the bad guy from Ace Ventura when Nature Calls and Siren Hines. Yes, that is who that is. Um they're the first people in we don't know how long who have decided not to pay his salary. So he's been getting paid like something like 20,000 francs a month, I think. So he right. he could be buying that shit. Um, yeah. ha- just you know having somebody go buy it for are, him maybe or I don't know all right. hold on are they didn't he how does he say he wants to be paid does he say are they paying him in cash probably yeah okay they better be right I don't think there's too many other methods of payment in 19th century Paris all right so they're not giving him a check he's just down no. there with piles of cash yeah, probably. and he just goes out during the day and like probably not. Does stuff? Probably not. I mean, there's he's he's gotta there's gotta be some kind of go between. Well, I don't know because he goes out, um, and hijacks Christine's carriage. Yeah, so maybe he does go out and buy shit, but people would notice. So I don't know. Maybe the, the ah, that's he's... the reason for the gondola is so he can ride his gondola to different. Right, and then come out of the sewer. Come out of the sewer someplace else. I assume he's buying stuff. He could Why does he need money? Why does he need money if he's not buying stuff? That must be it. Food. He needs to eat. Yeah, and all that. Uh, All that shilling. Everything. The shit he's got down there. Like he's got big ornate mirrors, all kinds of beds, an organ. Like he couldn't. You can't. That's that's not smash and grab stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that stuff would be difficult to steal. Now that I think about it. This is this is what's so that's what I mean is like yeah and if if it's just him mm-hmm. it would make more sense for him to buy it but he'd also still like you said need people to deliver the stuff uh so that means there's like people coming in and out he probably uh, gets it at a different place and then sails his gondola to his actual lair and then gondolas that shit around like he has to gondola a bunch of stuff Listen, man, uh, whatever, it's, this, right, it's, it's he's tough doing, being the opera ghost. But, all right. So, all right. Either way, I think w- what I was circling here, because they say something where it's like he's a genius and that genius turned into madness. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a weird part of this is that I don't, I don't think it's, it would be one thing if it was like, yeah, he's been trapped in the walls and he's only known this woman. Um, but I don't think that's what's happening. I think he interacts with society and is just a dickhead gaslighting this lady since she was a child. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he does go out. He might. 
he might he might socialize. I don't know. He seems really well spoken. He seems like he might have went to school, uh, or something. Like like it just seem it. And he has a bunch of nice furniture. He's doing well. He's making a lot of money. Like I I don't know. I it's it. I'd have more sympathies for him if he I mean, was like he's he's basically yeah he's making protection money. Yeah, he's like a I'd fucking way more gangster living down yeah. there. Yeah, and I do think he he must go out or he must do get food. He must interact with society. He knows how to drive a carriage. Yeah, so, that's true. He does. I don't know, man. I think he's just a real dickhead. I I, I again, I don't think the movies try to make him too much less, but like the childhood stuff. Uh, I don't know. It it doesn't excuse. It doesn't like he's 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 not like he like he's he seems perfectly fine except for the way he treats christina and his weird obsession Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah and i think part of that is i mean obviously this is like uh, this is it's over the top and it's like it's a you know it's a bombastic larger than life story so it's like right yeah you you when you scrutinize this the space in between the details they give us it's not gonna make a lot of sure. sense um, sure, i think fair. i think he's like well spoken and shit because he's the lead in a musical yeah um they couldn't have a dude out there snarling <laughs> you're saying it's musical rules where like it's it's an interpretation he's supposed to be a sort of monstrous person we're supposed he's to when he shows up in a cape and a mask. Like the idea, we're, we need to believe that people think they're seeing some sort of uh, phantom. Sure, and the and the idea again is that it's he's well, actually, yeah. So yeah, maybe not because the the idea is that he's a monster on the inside. Um, yeah, it's not the physical deformity that is what makes him a monster. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I I don't I actually don't know if I even stand by the argument I just made. I think maybe it's just. Because he is explicitly supposed to be a genius, so I think this is a very tricky story. Uh, like because I do, I get what you're saying. Is like the same way we are supposed to believe that people just sing in this world, which is really weird. Because there's people, there's like scenes where people are actually singing, like they're supposed to be singing. Yeah, there's a play. In there's this a reality show within a show element to it. Yeah, yeah, and then they're all, they're also just singing. Like there's at her first song, Patrick Wilson starts singing. And I was like, dude, shut up! Yeah. She's quiet. You're interrupting Can her it thing, be Christine. Yeah, like she's <laughs> fucking like singing. Song. Shut up! Yeah. Cut your hair, Patrick. Yeah. Take that wig off. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it it was. Um, like I, I understand that there's like heightened reality like that, but what the movie is presenting to me in terms of who this guy is mm-hmm. is yeah he just seems like a guy with like yeah got the kind of fucked up skin on his face, uh who who had a bad childhood, uh but then in turn like gaslit this woman mm-hmm. and seems to be like again doing okay otherwise, so it's like I can't yeah I I'm not really um. It's again. It's not trying to make me sympathize with him for sure, mm-hmm. but it makes me wonder what the point of the childhood and stuff is. Uh, when he is just like such a prick. Yeah, I mean, it's just the the point is is that he internalized all of it and just cl- yeah. clung to that rather than 
try to, uh, you know, it's it's yeah. it's supposed to be tragic. It, yeah, like he, it's he like has a, it's a reverse hunchback, right? Yes, where it's yeah. like where it's like, oh, he he looks ugly, but he's really pretty on the inside. This one's like he looks ugly, and yeah, he's ugly on the inside too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they could be, you know, yeah, you can be dicks. Anybody can be a dick. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, I really like. I like Anna. I really liked it. Are you? So you're a fan of the of the musical and stuff. Mm-hmm. You seem. You seem to actually. Yeah, I get it. I do get it. I think the songs are pretty rad. Yeah, they're good. Which the that's one of the things that f- fucking astounded me about Cats. Uh, yeah, the songs are bad. The music is not good, and except for the one song, right? Memory. Um, yeah but like yeah like the rest of the music is like it's it's like meandering and nonsensical and andrew Lloyd Webber wrote that music a couple of years before this i imagine drugs i mean you, you can you can feel the cocaine yeah in cats. <laughs> and, and, well in both productions honestly in both. yeah you're right uh cats feels more like mescaline Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cats is a lot of things. Like we don't have to get into cats, but my god! Cats, but it's just like it's it's just a couple of years difference. Like cats was I think eighty two right. or eighty one. It was in the beginning of the eighties, and then like this was next. And it's like oh, th- these actually have like a d- discernible structure and hooks and stuff, and like all the music in cats is just fucking rambling. <laughs> yeah, how many uh, musicals did he write? Gosh, um. Uh, I think more than twenty. I want to say. Okay, it's... which would you would you say? Am I correct in saying that Andrew Lloyd Webber is the Stephen King of musicals? Um, like he he sort of blasts them out. Sometimes it's like, well, that wasn't great. Sometimes it's really good. Yeah, I think that's, uh, it I think also that's depends. Accurate, yeah, yeah, it depends on the who's adapting it. You know, too. Like mm-hmm. that's a factor. Yeah. Uh, it just feels very similar. Where it's like, it's really a roll of the dice. You know, yeah. like Stephen King. You open a Stephen King book. Sometimes you're like, wow. I think Steve. Okay, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I think. I mean, obviously, they're two different mediums. It's yeah. It, one takes a lot more work. I think. Right. I think writing a bunch of music takes more work than writing yes. a novel. I mean, more like. Yeah, it, it's more like they feel like both take very big swings. Yeah, no, I, I all I was going to s- say related to that is Stephen King has more hits. Yeah. Uh, but that's just because he's written like a fucking hundred books. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's right. done like a couple dozen and he had like three or four major, major hits in the 80s. So right. now he's the fucking king of all of it, basically. Yeah. But they do feel they sim they're similar in that like the big swings also result in something that I absolutely always want to watch. Like when Stephen King movies are bad, mm-hmm. I still want to watch them because they're spectacularly bad. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, cats. Like cats. I can't Where even just describe like, I don't know. cats to other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like does cats is like it's like it's like a Lovecraftian novel where like it's descri- <laughs> describing stuff of like visual feelings and like people losing their minds looking into the void. Mm-hmm. Like that's cats is like you can't you have to just sort of sit down with it and watch it 
And even then, you're not sure that you know what you just saw. I will also, uh, I, I should point out, I don't know if this is always the case. Uh, I'm not that, I only really know. Sure. For Andrew Lloyd Webber, I only really know the big ones. Cats, this movie, or this, this Cats, Phantom, Les Miserables. Right. Um, uh, so I don't know if this is the case for all of his stuff, but he did not write the lyrics for Phantom or Cats. Oh. Uh, he just, he writes the music. I think that's primarily his thing. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that's another big <laughs> difference between cats and this one. You know who <laughs> would have done a great adaptation of cats? Joel Schumacher. Probably. Can you fucking imagine that Batman and Robin sensibility applied to cats? Mm-hmm. That would have been so fucking fun. Not good, but fun. Yeah. Uh, it would have been the it, it would have been like Joel Schumacher schlock, and he makes great schlock. <laughs> he makes great schlock, and I think that's what this movie is kind of all about. Like the it is good, the people are doing a good job, but it definitely has that Schumacher schlock uh, touch to it, uh, just a pinch, and that's not a bad thing. Like I enjoy watching Batman and Robin. That's not a movie that bums me out to watch yeah this felt closer to i mean there's there's certainly elements of, ba- yeah, of batman not, and robin yeah. <laughs> it's nowhere close to batman i should make that clear this is like a real movie yeah uh i'm just saying that like there's i think musicals benefit from that sometimes like it doesn't you know a lot of movies do what i was the comparison i was going to make is this seems more on the on the same kind of schlock level as like the lost boys yeah, for sure. Where it's 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 over the top and operatic, That's, but it's also you can you can take it seriously on its own. I I read that Lost Boys is what got him attached to this as well. Uh yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This was this is a if you like musicals, you definitely got to watch this. It you know, it didn't feel very 2004, by the way. I forget it's that old. It well I was about to say it, it. It yeah, it feels like it could have been made at any point. Right. Like it feels like it could have been made in 1995 or or 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some. There's kind of you know. I'm I'm long way of saying it looks timeless, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of digital effects in it. Yeah, and the style in which it's filmed also doesn't feel right. It doesn't of a it, certain time. Yeah, and it doesn't because of the nature excuse me, because of the nature of the story and the fact that it's based on a, you know, a, a big stage production, like it's, it, it doesn't necessarily have, it doesn't need to look like real life. No, not at all. Yeah. And that this movie does not, but like, you know, like the scene where Phantom is driving her down through the sewer on his gondola and the candelabras are held by actual living arms. Right. Sort of like, uh, ah, shit. <laughs> who's who's the uh what who, who's the famous french filmmaker that made that fucked up version of beauty and the beast in the in black and white i i honestly don't know i didn't know i'm not aware of the fucked up version of beauty and the beast oh hell yeah oh man i bet abe knows abe or cancer probably uh, anyway it, it's like you know like the enchanted castle elements of that movie for people who know yes. what film i'm talking about like that's i mean of, i know the aesthetic you're talking yeah. about too yeah, which that that is that is that implies magic that doesn't actually exist in the story. That's one last thing I wanted to point out 
one of the cha- one of the big changes between the stage version and this movie is the phantom is kind of magical in the stage version oh really yeah like they don't explain how he does a couple of things like they don't explain in the stage version they don't explain how he fucks up carlotta's voice he just says ah. he's just he just says that line we'll see who's the toad or something and then she starts croaking it's like because right. you don't you don't in the stage version you don't see him during that scene you just hear his voice booming from somewhere like, i think we could have used more of that in this yeah and like in the scene where he and patrick wilson have a sword fight in the cemetery he's just fucking throwing fireballs at patrick wilson in the stage version <laughs> like he might it's, actually it's be patrick magic in the stage version. yeah yeah <laughs> No, no, that makes it more. It makes more sense because in this one he's just a dick. Yeah, he's just a he's dude. A, he's a dude with a couple of like, like he he knows some close up magic. Yes, <laughs> like, again, creep. Yeah, he's fucking creep. Yeah, every every part of him. Yeah, when they're like when yeah when she's describing like he's a magician and a genius and a musician and it's like oof. Those are <laughs> that terrible. Is, uh, co- <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> <yeah>. combination. <laughs> Yeah, I'm picturing a very specific type of person right now, yeah, and they're not someone a, you want to hang out I'm with. I'm picturing a very specific dude wearing a very specific hat. Yep, with Patrick Wilson's haircut. <laughs> he doesn't not have that hair, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. All right, any final thoughts? Um... Not a no, not really. I think you know this. Yeah, I, I do like this movie. I I do too. Uh, I think it's a good movie. I it's not just that I like the movie. I think it's a good movie, but I honestly, um, I'm not a good judge of musicals. Well, I don't def- know what what a good and bad musical needs. I, it's uh, definitely well made. The only thing I can, the only criticism. I'll really level at it in terms of being a musical. It's like I said at the top. Um, there's not a lot of strong singers in this cast. Really, uh, no. on, honestly, Patrick Wilson might be the strongest singer that's in the yeah. of the three leads. Although Emmy Rossum's voice is pretty good. Yeah, it's weird that you just get Gerard Butler and you say, "All right, you you're the Phantom." can you sing and they're like well I'll try he's and it's like okay because it's pretty important that you can sing <laughs> anyway let's let's make this thing and it's like jesus he'd been he he's sung in like rock bands so yes, he's got but it's wild. he's got that kind of voice but yeah it is wild that it's, they grabbed him or like all right we want you he's like you know i'm not a singer really it's like that's yeah, fine we'll figure it out it's, yeah it's weird that musicals don't start with who can sing you you, you uh, would think yeah, that that would be the case, particularly for Phantom, which is such an iconic musical that is it is well yeah. loved by lots and lots of uh, music right. theater fans. Um, and I remember it, when this movie came out, there was uh, a decent amount of pushback against Gerard Butler because it's like, yeah, you're casting a guy who's not a singer to play the Phantom, which is like a very difficult part to sing. Right, and he's not like he's not fucking Tom Cruise, you know. It's not like oh, we need him for his name, mm-hmm. fucking Geostorm over here. Yeah, like he he doesn't need to, like especially at the time, like he wasn't famous. No, so it's like it's weird that they would cast him. They like if they're gonna cast someone who's relatively not well known, go with someone who can sing. Like I guess Hugh Jackman, which is why uh, they went with him first. Also, Anne Hathaway was supposed to be Christine. 
Uh, that checks out. I mean, they both got yeah. they got them both in Les Miserables. So they sure did. Yeah, that's interesting. That they they clearly were like, we'll circle back, get you in an Android Lloyd Webber. I do think Gerard Butler sings better than Russell Crowe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh absolutely. Good Russell Crowe absolutely. in that movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, man. <laughs> Gerard Butler's fine in this. Everybody, I, I don't know. I don't know what good singing is, so I was fine with it. There's just, I mean, I know what bad singing is, yeah, but yeah, like, nobody's, this wasn't. Nobody's bad. Like, the only, like, it, it'll yeah. be stuff like he doesn't sustain the notes that the Phantom normally sustains. Like, things like mm-hmm. that, where it's like, oh, okay, you're clearly working around the fact that he's not a particularly strong singer. Right, which is bad when they're like, he's a musical genius. Right, like, well, mm. <laughs> you can be a musical genius and not be able to sing that well. Then you have him jam on an organ. That's right. Get him a fucking guitar. Yeah. Have him oh, be I wailing fucking... on some shit. <laughs> I would have killed my family the, for a guitar in this. show up in that masquerade scene dressed like Red Death, and he's just fucking playing Rio <laughs> on a guitar. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, her name is Rio. <laughs> Just like that would doing be amazing. Like the head bop as he's coming. Oh God, give it to really me! I really want that version of the man on the opera. Yeah. Give he's it just to me. Really, really into new wave music. Yeah, which doesn't exist yet, but he's really into it. Yeah, he's inventing it. That's why he's a genius. <laughs> um, final okay final question mm-hmm. since this was chosen as a patrick wilson film mm-hmm. well how do you what's your patrick wilson score on this oh man where's this rank what's in the, your patrick wilson film what's our like, what's our scale what's our rating I, metric? Where, all right what all right i guess like king's a king uh let's let's rank it mm-hmm. like let's where does this stand you know, on our Patrick Wilson films uh, list. Or, like, should we keep or delete it? Something from Small Beans. Uh, one of their ratings. systems. I don't systems. like any of this, any of these impulses. Okay, well, how do you want to rate this? I don't this? know. It's hard to say keep or delete because it's like, what? And then it's like, it's hard to rank it against other Patrick Wilson movies because I don't believe we discussed <laughs> any other ones. I know, I know. And there's a That's lot of the them. Bit. <laughs> That's the bit. Ah, okay. Like, <laughs> Look, we're at, we're doing our one person our one episode podcast about Patrick Wilson. Wilson ca- this oh is, yeah, Wilson cast. It's the gr- Kings Kings of Kings Wilson. Of Wilson. <laughs> How would you rank uh, it? Patrons of Patrick. Um, <laughs> it's I mean clearly it's the greatest Patrick Wilson film we've discussed. Yes. Well, is it? Have we discussed another? I feel like we've done other Patrick Wilson films. Hmm. I don't know. I've gone on record saying that I would die for Patrick Wilson, and I stand by that. <laughs> I love Patrick Wilson. Whenever he shows up in a movie, he's I'm great. never, I'm always delighted. I hope, I hope he's a nice guy. I know nothing about him. <laughs> uh, I just, he's like such a just. He is the generic white guy, but like somehow manages to just. I don't know. I lo- I love him and everything. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I love his weird little confused face mm-hmm. when he's hunting ghosts. Yeah. You know? When he's or in, in some tall grass. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking tall yeah. grass. Yeah. I remember watching that movie, he showed up like, oh now we got a movie. 
Yeah, we got. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this movie is suddenly worth watching because yeah, oh, Patrick am, Wilson's here. I am invested now. <laughs> and he has a mustache. He so. Sure does. Yeah. Incredible. Yep. All right. Yeah. So this um, is this is the greatest Patrick Wilson film we've discussed. We discussed. All right. Sounds good. Um. All right. I guess that's we can leave it there. Uh, big thanks to the Ghost of Dave Thomas. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for whatever. for picking up on our love of Patrick Wilson. Yeah, whatever uh, opera house you're haunting, may yeah. they continue to pay your salary on time. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to hang any motherfuckers. Yeah, so you don't have to hang some poor stagehand. Um, so you don't have to drop a chandelier on some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, done through our Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, along with being able to do custom we just watched episodes we also have um exclusive podcasts like tom and jeff watch batman mm. and fox Mulder is a maniac mm. we watch movies every friday night with our patrons i'm gonna probably insist on something with patrick wilson in the future because now that i got a taste you know yeah now that we've wet, wet our beaks yeah i mean should we just watch fucking aquaman sure let's just do that yeah no one can stop us no one can stop us from anything mm-hmm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're unstoppable uh we also have a store uh tpublic.com slash store slash game for the unemployed we can get t-shirts masks mugs stickers posters all kinds of stuff so check that out check it out we command it we should maybe make a a, a t-shirt that's uh just a, a drawing of patrick wilson from this film so with that hair and that would be awesome and then just like a line beneath it that says like he's a magician or something like that I could see that. Or yeah. like, but genius has become madness or something. <laughs> God, I, do you think there's someone with that as a tattoo? With Patrick Wilson's face or that phrase? Just that phrase, but also Patrick Wilson's face. That phrase, almost certainly. Uh, yeah. If, particularly if it's an, if it, if it is uh, a line taken from the stage production, because that yeah. show has a lot of fans. <laughs> I oh, hope man. Patrick Wilson's face is tattooed on someone's body. Possibly even Patrick Wilson's. Yeah, if someone gives me money, I'll get it tattooed. I'll get his face tattooed on me. We can me. make that a tear if you want. Yeah, just get Patrick Wilson's yeah. face tattooed on him. Not big, mind you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like maybe this, maybe like, shoot, I, I don't know, like like the size of like a, you know, like a couple quarters like a or something. Dollar. Yeah, right on my balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, right in the small of my back. Yeah. Patrick Wilson <laughs> tramp stamp. Oh, perfect. Yep. Mm. A butterfly, right. but with Patrick Wilson's what head. Was... Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. On my back. That's beautiful. On your back, on your mm-hmm. lower back. Like it's 2001 all over again. <laughs> <laughs>